worth it with me, yo We don't have to fight Stay for a cup of coffee now And it'll be alright You're listening to Catholic Coffee on the Morning Courtesy of Anchor It's free and easy to use If you want to be like us, just use Anchor Good morning, everybody like Michael Jackson. And welcome to another episode of <laughs> Catholic, Catholic Coffee in the, in the Morning. Yeah. And we are joined now by a special guest, John Paul Paul. Hello, hello. Renowned. Um, mm, yes. I am, I am. And I then, actually nowned once, but I've been renowned. Yeah. So now I've got two of them. Wow. Yeah. You know, John, John Paul Paul, uh, just, you know. As our special guest, mm-hmm. let's start off with you. What are you drinking and out of what mug? I am drinking a breakfast burrito and oh, it is huh? out of a It's actually thing. very disgusting. You know, <laughs> yeah. well, down the it concept. tastes amazing, but the act of drinking it is what makes it difficult. Um, but I'm eating um, a nice lovely cup of coffee with a mix of French vanilla and cinnamon Pop-Tart um, creamer. It tastes very exquisite. In a lovely pink mug with a white M on it. Mm. It's oh. a long M, yeah. like this morning, but not long. Wait, <laughs> not. Nice. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, popcorn, popcorn somebody. I'm going to popcorn over to my man, Jake. Oh, <laughs> I was like, you already forgot his name. <laughs> you looked at the table like three Come times. Out. Like, Synapses. <laughs> well, I'm drinking from my Washington Capitals mug, as always. Oh. Um, that's what that says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought it just said washing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, I'm drinking out of the same pot of coffee as everyone. Um, and I put too much mint creamer in it, so I tried to dilute it with the vanilla creamer, and now it's just a mess. So, yeah. You should dilute it with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, yeah, was... I was wondering why your coffee was so <laughs> light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't look I... at my milk with a little bit of coffee in it. <laughs> Agreed. Um, but yeah, I was eating the same thing as everyone else with breakfast burritos made by Maggie. Maggie. So we appreciate that. you. Um, I'll popcorn over to Zachary. Oh, thank you. Um, so, as everyone else is, I'm drinking the pot of coffee. Uh, hashtag not spawn. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day, <laughs> RIP forever in our hearts. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I am, I have like a little bit of French vanilla creamer in there, less than usual because I really want it to hit me this morning. Wow, so yeah, it's one of those mornings. <laughs> and I'm also, I also have one bite out of my breakfast burrito as mm-hmm. per oh, wow. usual, mm-hmm. which is not surprising because I'm the last to finish mm-hmm. every time, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kobe. Okay, so I'm back from the bed. Welcome, Kobe. Well, welcome, Kobe. So, I had a can of Coke already on today. Ooh, and exquisite. I chugged it down with a horsey's bar. So don't judge. Gotta wake up in the morning and do the best breakfast of them all. Breakfast of champions, my man. Yeah, pretty much. So, I've been up to five. Definitely recommend that. <laughs> so, if you're a little kid and doesn't need a kid do that, okay. Don't do that. I mean, I recommend it. So, Maggie. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello and good morning. (laughs) I'm drinking out of my cat mug with the little bow tie. Meow. 
Yeah, wow, okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm drinking the pot of coffee. It's Starbucks, dark roast, something. Ooh. That's what everyone's drinking. Um, and the Pop-Tart creamer. And I also have one bite out of my breakfast burrito because mm. I'm also super slow. Yeah. Per. Per. The norm. Per. <laughs> per. per. Just, like the cat. Just per. per. Yeah. 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 Um, popcorn Peter. Oh, boy. Uh, today I've got that same pot of coffee in oh, my yes. mug, which is a mug that says Maggie on it. She got it for being a bridesmaid. Mm. Um, and I also Congratulations to whoever got married a Deirdre. while ago. Deirdre's actually also... Deirdre. Her and her yeah. husband, Tyler, got us this coffee. So. Ooh. Shout out Whoa. to Tyler. Okay. Woo! Shout out. You know, um, I, wish, I wish you all the best. They're the parents of my godson. Ooh. Yo. Wow. They're moving along in the world. Look at them. Look at that. Everybody pray for baby Jude Gregory, my God. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So, John, John Paul, yes, what did we talk did about you yesterday? Did you finish talking? Did you finish oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I got like one bite left in my breakfast burrito. Man, but, you have yeah. one bite left and yeah. I've had one bite. Yeah. Look at that. that Put them together and we have a full burrito. <laughs> Unfortunately, mm. yeah, we still do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to what you were saying, John Paul, what did we learn yesterday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> what we learned yesterday was... Um, the um, test that Abraham went through. Oh, um, his name changed. His name is, name you may changed. notice I just said Abraham instead of Abraham because um, he pulled such a clutch move and listened exactly to the word of God. Mm. Well, exactly. like in the, in the, um, in with the, the sacrificing of Isaac, yes. Well, we, yeah. <laughs> and um he came around eventually yeah, yeah. he came around yeah. third he time's a charm <laughs> third time was indeed the charm um and he really pulled clutch mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and i I, th I think it's interesting because what i i gleaned from from that particular bible study was um especially the people around us really shape us because like as soon as Abraham had Isaac. He had this change of heart where he was like, okay, now I can put my full trust in God and actually give him, you know, that trust that I couldn't before because, you know, especially in my life and I guess all humans' lives, you can't make it alone. Mm -hmm. You need, like, people around you to help support you and help you moving forward even, even when, like, God's like, sacrifice your son. Right. You need you need some reason to like keep going towards that mountain where you know it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those were just my thoughts. Well, and just Isaac being there, being born, was like an, an example of God showing um, Abraham that like what Abraham thinks might be impossible can actually still happen with mm -hmm. God. Um, so it allowed Abraham to trust God more. Yeah, because at that point, he was like 99 years old or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Like, he was an old dude. Yeah. He's probably not having another kid. His yeah, wife's no like, what, probably over 70 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, she's not having another kid. So, like, Isaac was it. And God's like, you know what? You know. Sacrifice your own son. Get that knife over there and just. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. oh, wow, that's one way to say it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I definitely admire Abraham's 
strength and trust in our Lord because, yeah, he's been waiting forever for a son, has multiple times tried to usurp God by Mm -hmm. bringing Lot, by doing the deed with Hagar. Oh, we skipped (laughs) Um, over that part. We did. Good. That's good. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, like multiple times he's trying to um, mess with God's plan by Mm -hmm. trying to make his own plan work and obviously that doesn't end up working out for him but it ends up working out because then he decides to actually trust god and then he's given isaac who's better than he can even imagine Mm -hmm. so that's just yeah the way that we're encouraged to follow jesus as well Mm -hmm. speaking of jesus Oh, yeah. Anybody want to <laughs> lay out the book? Oh, yeah. So, so throughout this whole story, it's actually foretelling the um, arrival of Jesus. Because as Isaac was there to take away sin, so was Jesus. Um, in the story, Isaac was taking up a bundle of wood up the mountain, signifying the cross, which is the wood uh, Jesus brought up to Mount Calvary. Um, and yeah, there were seven different ones. Yeah, there, there was like seven different... Yeah, the ram was rep- caught in the thorns, and then Jesus wore the crown of thorns. Um, just the sheer fact of where it was located, mm-hmm. it was right outside of Jerusalem, both of them. So they were yeah. on the same mountain. Um, and then they were both the one only beloved son of their father. And yeah. yeah. Neither of them fought back. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. that, was, that was a huge one. Because <clears throat> one of the questions last night in Bible study was... Like, which one of them stood out to you? And a lot of the girls were saying that that one stood out to them of, Mm. like, willingly sacrificing themselves. Because, yeah, Isaac's rolling up the mountain with Abraham Mm. and then it's like, oh, um, where's the the sheep? Where's (laughs) Where's the the lamb? And Mm. then he's, Abraham's like, the Lord will provide the sheep for the Mm. um, burnt offering. And who's Jesus, you know? Um, And so then, yeah, it was just, and then Isaac's just obviously could definitely um, get away from Abraham. Yeah. This man's 99 years old, climbing up this mountain. But instead he lays down and allows his father to tie him up and then almost yeah. murder him. <laughs> so yeah. he like, yeah, uh... willingly sacrificed for the father. <laughs> and yeah, got, and out of love for the that's father. That's got to be a traumatizing, though, um, as a probably. kid. <laughs> well, like, he well, wasn't a kid. He was like 30-something. If you oh. notice, um, Isaac... Like isn't quoted after he asked that question. Mm-hmm. He didn't even say a word. Right. He's like, cool. He's like, oh, the Lord will provide. Sweet. <laughs> Wish I had the strength and uh, yeah. <laughs> trust that Isaac had in the Lord. So. Dad, there's a sheep, right? <laughs> there's a sheep, right? <laughs> oh, that's and then I just can imagine, like afterward, like he's leaning over <laughs> the angels, like, whoa, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa I always thought it was funny. I always thought it was funny, like the way that the angel says, like, whoa, what are whoa, you doing? Whoa, As if he wasn't just. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's just like, whoa, Abraham, seriously. And, <laughs> then, and then he's like, man, there's a ram right, right there. there. And then and then Abraham's like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, oh, whoa, that was a close call. <laughs> Sir, there I yeah. Um. yeah, that's Moppy, Moppy, Moppy. <laughs> it's just a social experiment, you know? Uh, yeah, I just really thought, you know, yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to see if you really trusted me. Anyway. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Peter was going to say something, yeah. so go ahead. Peter. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I mean, one of the things we talked about, too, a little bit, was just kind of thinking about the situation, putting ourselves in Abraham's shoes mm. as the father of Isaac. Um, 
see if I can kind of remember exactly what we talked about in that regard. But um, one of the things was that as a father, it's easier, I think, to want and be willing to sacrifice, to sacrifice yourself mm-hmm. for your son mm-hmm. um, or your family. And um, Abraham was asked to sacrifice his son, not himself, um, which would be harder for him uh, because he wants to protect his son, especially, you know, his only son. And um, so, so being that that's kind of like hard even harder than like if he was asked to sacrifice himself, um, still taking it a little bit further, you know, thinking that his son Isaac is also a man who, um, would equally be willing to sacrifice his life for his father, probably Abraham, Mm -hmm. um, or family, or, you know, if that's what's being asked by God, um, and so, um, uh, that's what it was. We were also talking about how, um, parents want their kids to be better than them. Mm-hmm. They want and, a better life than their own. Um, so in that, you know, Abraham might've been thinking, even though it's harder for Abraham, uh, to sacrifice his only son, he also wants Isaac to be better than him. And Abraham had already kind of had his own backup plans and like basically turned away from trusting God a couple times and didn't want to take that opportunity to, or take that opportunity away from Isaac to be able to basically trust in God. And um, so even though it was really hard probably to go about it that way and continue to go through with the process of preparing for that sacrifice and you know he was going to do it um i think part of it is that he was going to do that because he wanted isaac to also be better than him yeah um i just i just made that connection where like this was the first time um that well abraham but um this was the first time abram noticed well not noticed but said and knew that God would provide the backup plan, not him. Like, if if it was God's will that Isaac be sacrificed, then he would have... He wouldn't have... Um, if it was God's will that Isaac would be sacrificed, there wouldn't be any other lamb offered, any other <clears throat> sacrifice provided. And he didn't try to bring something else, like Lot. Or, right. I was also thinking, I've been thinking a lot about Job while we were doing Mm. all of this because, like, what the Lord giveth, the Lord can take it away. Mm. And, um, obviously, Mm. Abraham's pre Job, but Mm. yeah, it was just that that always runs through my mind when I when I um, think about losing something is, well, the Lord has given me this thing, Mm. um, and so. I shouldn't be afraid of losing it because if it's going to be taken away from me, something better is going to be put in its place mm-hmm. um, or something that I need is put in its place. So, yeah, because there was another question we were talking about last night of like God's blessings and um, when we are more faithful in God, is it like we we see his blessings or something like that? I don't really remember. But it was something about 
um, do you see the faithfulness of God working in your life? And I said that, yeah, like I can see him working in my life. I know he's working in my life the whole time, but when I'm closer to him, when I'm, when I'm spending more time with him, when I'm receiving him in the sacraments, um, then I, it's easier to see his faithfulness, see his blessings in my life because as I'm spending more time with him, I'm starting to look more like him and I'm starting to mm. see how he wants my life to be. Um, mm. And so, yeah, I know he's working the whole time. It's like that that poem, Footprints in the Sand. I feel like we've talked about that before. That was mm-hmm. my favorite poem growing up. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, for those of you who don't know or remember, is like there's this man and Jesus walking on the beach. And they're looking back and seeing all the footprints on the sand. And he's looking at back through his life. And he's seeing two sets of footprints. Except in the really hard moments of his life, he only sees one set of footprints. And immediately he says to Jesus, like, why weren't you there for me when like, I needed you most? And he's like, that was, it was then that I carried you. Um, and so, yeah, like in those moments where I'm like, wow, things really aren't going my way right now. Um, this sucks. <laughs> it's like, actually, okay, the Lord's probably definitely working. I just haven't, I've had blinders on and I'm not seeing the way that he's working. And so, yeah, whatever he, whatever he gives, he can take away because it's in his infinite goodness um, and his mercy and love that he knows what I need more than what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like dealing with grief. Like nowadays, like you see in like all the movies and like all like kind of media and everything, like people deal with grief with like drugs or like alcohol or like some kind of like escape from that. And they never like actually end up healing like those wounds that like are deep inside even even if they like time moves on mm-hmm. like they still have never actually dealt with their their grief or anything like that whereas like us catholics we as maggie was saying like realize that god has a has a bigger plan and he's doing this for a reason mm-hmm. and i feel like if we're closer to him we understand that more so we can kind of come to terms with it more mm-hmm. versus like uh there's there's some people who like in great times of grief they'll like turn to god but like not in well i don't want to say not in a good way but they think of it more as like a gumball machine where they're like okay god if if i like if i'm faithful you to you for like this short time will you give me back what i lost so like Mm -hmm. someone loses their job and their entire livelihood or something like that or their entire future or their you know like they're an athlete and they're they're never able to run again or something like that. And they're like, okay, God, you know, I'll believe you this time. Just heal my legs. And they don't realize it's like God's way of opening the door of their heart to get in there. Mm-hmm. And it's more of like a stepping stone. So he's like, this saving your soul is more important than this temporal <clears throat> thing that you want in this mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. yeah, I have a I have a silly example with that. Yeah. Um, but last cook spaghetti. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, so last year, last spring semester, um, in college, I was playing like pickup basketball for fun in my friend's backyard, and I went up for a shot, and I pulled a muscle in my back, and Ooh. that was rather embarrassing because I literally just, like, stepped weird <laughs> and then, like, tweaked it and then couldn't oh. move. Oh, um, no. And so then it was really awkward and was really frustrating because then I had to 
I had to like rely on a lot of people to like help me because mm. I couldn't move at all. Mm. Um, but then I eventually got a little bit better where I could walk. <laughs> so that mm. was good. Um, but then the next couple of days, there were like a lot of fun events happening. Um, like my senior retreat was then. Um, my friends like had a three on three basketball tournament. So I also wanted to be a part of that, but I couldn't be a part of any of those things because I couldn't walk really. Um, so I was a little bit bummed more on retreat because I was like, oh, like I can't even play any of the game things we're doing. I can't really walk around all that much. Um, and so then all the almost the entire um, senior class went on this hike, but I couldn't do it. And so I ended up staying back with my campus minister and we had this amazing conversation. It was like the most incredible conversation. Um, I was like, tearing up it was so good and then I was just praying all about that during adoration later that night and I still reference that conversation to this day but I was thinking like right after that I was like thank you so much Jesus like man it sucks and my back hurts so bad that I can't walk um but it is just incredible that even though I saw this as like man this sucks like I'm not gonna be able to do all these things like mm -hmm. I would have never had that conversation with my campus minister because I would have definitely been on that hike with everybody else um, so yeah, even in that moment where I was like, man, I'm mad because I can't do these things I want to do. He was like, actually, you really need this conversation. Yeah. He needs to speak into your heart right now. And so it was just beautiful to see the way the Lord was working through all these people in my life of like serving me and helping me when I couldn't walk. And then also through my campus minister who like spoke absolute truth into my heart. Um, yeah. so yeah, like even when we don't know what's happening or why the Lord is like working in the way he's working like he is working so and on top of that like um where i am in life um i'm i would be able to um um go off to uh the college that i want to go to um but i haven't been able to do that yet but the time that i've spent here um i've really been able to grow so much with all of you and um, all the opportunities that I've had at my parish and online with friends I've been able to reach. And like God can use anything, including our own mistakes of not doing what we have to do at one point, and we still have to do that, but we're able to really be somewhere else, like mm -hmm. talking with a campus minister or talking with a bunch of catholics at a table mm. drinking coffee mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nothing better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i wanted to make a point off of maggie's point on job like it's like the lord gives and takes away everything we have has been pretty much given to us by god even life mm. itself yeah. mm -hmm. is a gift from god you know and like sure we can be like oh look, god look what i did i did this like look at me like huh. but <laughs> <laughs> look me you would not have been able to do that without the things that God has given you. And, like, I think Absolutely. we need to realize that, like, just every day is just such yeah. a gift, you know? One of my... Oh, are you still going? Oh, no, you got it. Okay, so it one of my distant cousins of mine that was, he was in the Revolutionary War, like, he was like, yeah, okay. So he, you know, signed the paper, the Declaration of Independence, knowing if he knows, he's dead. So he's like, mm. he's like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. So, like, he was making, like... A huge step most most of us would have to though mm -hmm. fought, yeah. fought, he actually fought mm -hmm. but not with a gun he was like roaming around as a priest in the war so and then uh, I found the University of Georgia campus out of the door so he's like 
went from like some small town up in Connecticut and became a pretty big deal by the 1800s. So like he nearly knew like every day in that war. It was like, yeah, we're good news. I could die, but I say, all right, let's do this. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the great, <clears throat> the great um, form of love, sacrifice. Yeah. Love is sacrifice and risking your life, knowing that if it failed, your life is literally on the line. Yeah. Is one of the greatest ways you can show that love. Yeah, that's where the thing that the military like taught taught me like, like the people you're like you die, they're like our age, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, sometimes mm-hmm. twenty, twenty one, going overseas, you know, end up dying for a country that they know, you know, this and that that doesn't even belong to us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, especially that kind of sacrificial love for your country mm. like we we should I, f- I feel like it's kind of gone by the wayside to like do both that and and uh you know love god and your country and that's probably because like again the family unit has come under such attack especially during recent years uh-huh. you can especially see the devil at work all around us yeah. Uh, especially with all the confusion and everything and I don't know sometimes I, I guess sometimes people forget like the lesson that Abraham was like trying to teach us that like you should even even if you fail like Abraham failed like five times or three times he fa- he failed a lot and that just shows like human nature hasn't changed he like he had all these opportunities but he eventually got there and he eventually was like, okay, God, I trust you. And God gave him chance after chance until he, finally he was ready. And then he did it. Yeah, and, and with with that test, um, with following God's will, he redeemed all of his descendants. And mm-hmm. just by his choice of following God's will, it made such a difference. Just like with any of us. It, we might think, oh, yeah, we're just one person, mm-hmm. but we can make a huge difference just by following God's will. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned something about redeeming all of his descendants. I was like, what? It's like <laughs> the sacrifice of Jesus, obviously. It, oh, it, it yeah. Not, it not only redeemed everyone in the future, it reached to everyone in the past. It's like just this eternal sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I think John yeah. Paul made the point last time, like, this that's the only event that not only affected future events but also affected everything in the past because the whole old testament was leading yeah. up to this fulfillment and that was just such like a light bulb moment for me. I was like, Whoa, John <laughs> yeah. was speaking bars here. What? Yeah, that was exactly. absolutely amazing. Oh sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize you were gonna continue. Um, Zach and I were kind of talking about that yesterday, so sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes. Um, um, yesterday while we were prepping Bible study was how cool it is that, well, our God is a God of intentionality. I feel like I say that all the time, but it's so true. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he was so intentional and we talked about with Adam, how he could have responded with vengeance 
but instead he immediately said, well, I will be providing you a savior, Jesus. Mm. So, and so it's just cool to either like read from cover to cover and just see all the things that you already have foreknowledge of. It's like, oh, that's literally what they're talking about when this mm-hmm. happens. And, oh, that's super cool with that. Um, yeah, because that happens all the time. Like when Jesus was dying on the cross, he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And he's mm-hmm. just quoting Psalm 22. Um, the, and it's just so cool to see all the ways that God has been intentionally like making the people ready for everything. And that's just also the way that Jesus lived his mission too, is like, I'm going to be preparing you for when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. And every single time the disciples were like, wait, you're, <laughs> yeah, leaving? Right. <laughs> you're leaving? What the heck? What do you mean? And then as if like Jesus was going to stay there forever. Um, and so it was just always, that part always makes me laugh of like every time Jesus is like, all right, so um. Remember, I'm not always going to be here. And they're like, wait, what do you mean you're not always going to be here? No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, hold up. Yeah, that, 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 what you were saying uh, reminds me of, I forget what it was. It was some kind of YouTube video or something. Oh, I mentioned yeah, this me during the, the Bible study, but the, there's this guy who um, put the entire Bible in like this, this line. So it looks, it looks like just this long line of, of like, it's the Bible. And, um, it, this dude spent like decades, like connecting all the points in the Bible and like, this is referencing this and this is fulfilling this. And then these two things are talking about the same thing and all this. And if you see it, it's just this web of interconnected things. And it, it, it it's actually really good to, it's really beautiful. If I would recommend, uh, looking it up, it, it really shows you how God has planned all this out and he's like, no, I have a plan to save you all and I'm going to do it. And if you look back at that, you can look at your own life and be like, okay, if he planned it all this well before, he's got some plan for my life too. And he's going to, he's going to, you know, come through in my life. So, you know, if you're ever struggling and you're like, oh man, God, I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Like what the heck? Just know like he, he's already been working and he he's been working since the you know dawn of time t- for like your life and he's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah um i mean <laughs> i've kind of had this thought stewing a little bit mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. it's, Let it's it kind of tying into the last week uh or two but the whole story of abraham kind of wrapping up a little bit with the with the sacrifice of isaac which he didn't actually sacrifice Isaac, as we know now. Um, it just makes me think about our own lives and, you know, how often does God sort of reveal something to us where it's like, you know, this, this is kind of like a piece of the plan. And maybe it's not yet, like, going to happen, um, but then we look at our life and for whatever the circumstances are, we're like, yeah, right. You know, I, I don't know how that's going to happen, but like, it, it just, our, our logical part of our brain is like, it just, I mean, like, you know, we kind of have that, that doubt. And then that leads us to, uh, like Abraham, Ab- Abram at the time, you know, having, uh, a backup plan, like Lot bring, being brought along, um, or taking things into his own hands, 
um, and, and finding another way to have a kid basically. And, um, you know, and then you see like the, how that didn't basically turn out. That wasn't God's plan that he was talking about. But then Isaac finally does come along and, you know, fulfills what God told Abram about. And, you know, Abram is now Abraham. And, um, he's like, just let me, let me, let me give you a new name here. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, there's, there's such a difference when we actually just trust in God's plan. Um, but I feel like it's, it's easy sometimes to be in that moment where we just, you know, we kind of have this feeling or this sense or just, again, it can be, it can literally sometimes be like this little revelation, you know, from God in some way. Um, and it's like in that moment, we, we kind of like know the truth in that but somehow we still allow ourselves to doubt because it just doesn't seem like it could actually happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And then, and then it, you know, especially if there's some level of waiting involved or something that just, just, you know, we're not prepared for maybe, or we don't think we are. Um, it can be easy just to almost like thrash around a little bit. It's like, I, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I, I want to like do something to like, you know, make, like, I want this to happen, but like, I feel like I need to do something. But at the same time, what we really need to do is just like trust in God's plan and mm-hmm. let him work in our lives. Yeah. So. yeah. I've been having a lot of thoughts about that recently because I feel like, well, a thought I just had while you're speaking was mm. I feel like I was failed, um, in my schooling by having all of my teachers like hold my hand as we like learned everything, bless you. Um, where like now I feel like that's the way I, I learn things mm. is like, I need to be told exactly what to do and I'll do it exactly the way that you tell me to do it, but I need to be told how to do it. <laughs> and so that's the way I feel like sometimes I approach my prayers like, all right, God, I'm literally not going to do anything until you tell me exactly step by step. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then like, that's what I'm expecting. Cause that's what I, what I have learned to do from all of my like authority figures in my mm. life. So then when someone who I is like an authority figure doesn't do that, I'm like, okay, well, wow. What, just what do I do now? You're doing nothing. Um, and so, yeah, like I just have had to retrain myself um especially because just working nowadays of not really having someone directly right above me every day telling me what to do um that i i actually have to know what to do and just kind of do it um Mm. and like that's the way i have to like retrain myself when it comes to god is like oh okay he's not gonna just tell me every single day all right maggie this is what we're doing today and like he's with me all day but he's not saying and then we will lift our right foot and then (laughs) our left foot um and i'm not expecting him to do that but it is like some semblance of i wish he would tell me some things but but in a way i mean he does Mm -hmm. like he um and um zach with what you're talking about i wanted to say this um before i made you in the womb i knew you or formed you in the womb i knew you god made us um with all the temperaments we have and uh, with all the experiences we go through so that we can learn mm-hmm. how to walk and we already know with instinct or what we're born with or what we've been through before how to put that right foot and left foot. Mm-hmm. So For God sure. prepares us. He wouldn't ask us to walk a foot even if he didn't know 
that we were capable of doing that. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was saying last week of, like, he's prepared you for what he has prepared for you. Of, like, oh. there there are so many situations I've found myself in of, like, why, God? <laughs> like, why did you put me in this situation? Like, it's caused me nothing but hurt. Um, but then I then I keep moving along in my journey. And then... I am then approached with a situation where I'm like, oh, yeah. well, that's the reason I was in that situation. Even though it caused me a bunch of hurt, it's now provided me like insight into this situation to help mm. this person out or to yeah. help myself out in a different situation that looks similar. Um, and so, yeah, like, sure, your life's not going to be rainbows and butterflies, mm. um, but there is goodness in in what's happening, even when you can't see it. Um, yeah, you can even go through horrible situations. I'm not saying, like, immediately once a horrible situation happens, it's like, well... There's a bright side I was about to here. say, God did that on purpose, um, mm. so no one wants to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> but it is something that you'll eventually realize once you get out of the, like, depths of yeah. despair, is that, oh, like, actually there's a reason that I went through this and it's, it's maybe to help myself in like another situation or it's to help someone else who's in a situation who wouldn't be able to help themselves. Um, but because I've had this horrible, unfortunate thing happen to me, I then can help someone else. Um, so yeah, even he's preparing, he's preparing you for that even through the other people around you as well, which is, again, going back to what Zach said at the very beginning, which we've echoed multiple times through other episodes, is we weren't made to walk alone. We were made mm. for community. Mm. We were made by love for love. And, mm. yeah. So I had a kind of thought of an example in a way that might describe a little bit of what you guys were talking about. Um, how I was thinking, like, God might not always give us a step-by-step itinerary of, okay, this is what we're doing today. This is what you need to do to fulfill, you know, my plan for us, for each of us. Um, But he instead might be, like, standing somewhere and calling us um, to him. He's like, come over here, which reminded me of uh, in the Bible when he, when Jesus called Peter out of the boat to walk on water to him but he's just like come to me so he's calling peter out of the boat and you can just imagine wow. peter in that moment he's just like huh <laughs> 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 like okay i hear you i see you you know um but how you know it's mm-hmm. like in and like there's all this like space between him and mm-hmm. where he's supposed to go mm-hmm. and he's like maybe like doubting or uncertain of like that but obviously he did literally get out of the boat and walk on water towards jesus and then he got like afraid and you know started sinking um and then jesus reached out and pulled him up um but it's just kind of that thought that you know god calls us in a certain direction um but we need to trust in him and we need to take those steps on our own. Mm -hmm. And he does know that it's something we can do. Um, He wouldn't call us out there if he knew we were going to drown, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, So that's a really good point. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's a very good point. Um, (laughs) I I just had, I just had a thought I wanted to throw out there. It it was like, along with what both you and Maggie were saying, it's it's like, um, 
if if like you're walking down the street and somebody like uh stabs you and takes all your money and you're in a hospital like Every god didn't Every plan day. for for the <laughs> god god didn't plan for too. that person to like be evil but he allows good to come from it mm. so he allow he allows you to he allows that bad event in your life and he like he like funnels it towards something good mm-hmm. so it's it's not like you get run over by a truck and someone's, it's not like God, you're, someone's like, oh, God planned for you to be run over by a truck. <laughs> God it's wanted more, you to get run over. <laughs> yeah. It's more like God is going to make something good come from this, not yeah, yeah. God planned for this terrible, awful thing to happen to you and yeah. wanted you to just suffer and break all your bones. Right. You know? That reminds me of St. Maria Goretti's story. Of, um, she was a little girl in, gotta say Italy, it's gotta be, it's where all the saints oh, yeah. are from. Um, and so she was a little girl and like, one of her family friends, um, he was like an older boy, like tried to like seduce her and she was like, no, like I'm saving myself for, for God. And he then stabbed her like 15 times. And then she mm. was taken to the hospital where she, she begged for him to come in and she forgave him. And then she died and became a saint. And then he had this radical conversion where he felt so heartily sorry and started to like serve the church and um, sought forgiveness from her mother as well. And then the two of them, the the man who murdered St. Maria Goretti and her mother went to her canonization. And so it's just like this story of, yeah, this horrible thing happened. She literally died. Um, but through her witness she saved this man's soul Mm -hmm. um because yes did he literally kill her yes but he then was converted um and so yeah even this horrible things can Mm -hmm. happen but um i also had a thought when you were talking about peter peter (laughs) um was earlier i was thinking about this too of abraham failed three times just like peter failed three times Mm -hmm. and then abraham was saved and then peter was saved and we were talking about last night with the gospel of john um how peter was asked by jesus three times like do you love me do you Mm -hmm. love me do you love me and he's like yes lord i love you um and so even in his imperfections the lord still loves him and the lord still wants to provide for him and still made him the heckin first pope so Mm -hmm. um but then um, yeah, even in the same way, like Abraham failed multiple times. He just like tried to usurp God multiple times, but then he's like, actually, you're going to be the father of, um, all people. nations. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, here you go. Um, so even people who fail all the time are still like important figures in our church. So mm-hmm. you're in good company. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if, if you're ever going through something, just remember like even, even the saints, like, um, go through a lot. St. Augustine? St. Francis of Assisi, right? Like, his entire youth life was just, like... Not St. Augustine. St. Francis of Assisi, I don't know. Maybe he was. He was a spoiled brat, right? Yeah, when he was young, he he was just, like, obsessed with the things of the world and everything like that, but he became a saint. He He was like, you know what? No. Yeah, Yeah, most of their stories all start off with, yeah, they were, like, the scum of the earth. And yeah. then <laughs> yeah, exactly. these, awesome, yeah, these awesome people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're doing Just a pretty good me, job. Because yeah. I wouldn't say anyone around this table is the scum of the earth. So. <laughs> yeah. By the grace of God. Yeah. 
I was gonna say we all got our chance. Peter was making a really good point where Jesus was calling Peter out of the boat. You know, the boat was kind of like a safe spot for. Mm. He's like, I'm all comfortable. I don't want to go out into the storm. That like, <laughs> no, and you. Jesus is like, come on, man. Like, really? Like, just trust me. You'll be able to walk on water. And lo and behold, he's walking on water. You're like, what? And Maggie always makes the point we were made for, we were not made for comfort. Um, I forget. Made for greatness. We were made for greatness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just, that image really stuck to me. I was like, just that calling. It's like, everything's going to be good. Mm -hmm. You just have to trust me. when, When you guys were talking about, like, God making good out of, um, mistakes or mm-hmm. you know bad things i kind of was thinking about that you know walking on water thing again and uh how if you think of the story as if peter walked out on the water and walked right up to jesus and fully trusted him and like was like all right high five great you know all right let's get in the boat <laughs> <You know>? like <laughs> all right, there's, there's like that version where he fully trusted in, in god's plan and that's that's like really cool like he just literally walked out on water and you know, met up with Jesus and then he like, like, you know, had a party or something, but that didn't happen. He doubted God, mm-hmm. you know, or he, he was afraid and started, you know, falling into the water. And then Jesus reached out and grabbed him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's kind of a really cool part of the story because Jesus didn't let him, you know, drown, you know, yeah. he didn't let him when he could have. Right. And so it's like, even though, in that way, maybe Peter kind of, like, messed up a little bit because he didn't fully, like, mm-hmm. trust in God in that moment. Um, Jesus just kind of, like, put that little cherry on top. He's mm-hmm. like, I got you, you know, even yeah. when you fall, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. and, and it's funny in that story how, like, Peter's immediately like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. as, as soon as his, like, toes touch the wire, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go drown. Right. Well, like, the thing with that is, like, he didn't say, Peter, come onto the water. I'll help you to walk on the water. He just said, come to me. (laughs) And then Peter's just like, "Um, okay. okay." (laughs) And then he's like, oh, I'm walking on the water. Oh, my gosh, I could fall. Immediately starts falling. Um, And it's the same thing because he doesn't know the end goal. Like, he Mm. he knows where Jesus wants him to go, but he's like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. Just like when he calls the disciples, when it was, like, Peter, James, and John... Um, and, and Andrew, Peter, Andrew, James, John, yikes. Um, sorry, Andrew. <laughs> um, of when he calls them, like, come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Like, he just says, like, literally, let go of your nets, drop everything and follow me. Um, and they're like, okay, all I know right now is that I'm supposed to be following Jesus, but I don't know, like, how yeah. things are going to go and, like, what's going to happen, but I just know I need to drop everything and follow him. And, like, that's scary. I mean, mm. like... Following Jesus onto the water and walking, that's scary. Um, And so it's, these people are putting radical trust and 100% of the time they will doubt, like, (laughs) at least once. Um, But they still are, like, radically trusting our Lord. And, like, that's what we're all called to do. And it's mm. literally the devil who's throwing doubt in your brain. So just know He's that. He's like, but really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like everything that's good, true, and beautiful is from Jesus. And everything that's not is from the devil. So. Yeah, you, yeah. You can literally have a whole s- slew of events where he's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to yeah. do this. And then the devil just says one word, but right. really? Right. <laughs> and you're like, oh. 
Here we go. Kobe, uh, what have you been thinking this so whole time? So, what I've been thinking was, like, God wants us to, like, walk through and, like, do the impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, you got, like, people that, like, like, ended wars. Mm-hmm. Or this shenanigans and all. Yeah. And, like, he, like, he, probably need, like, whisper to them, like, not probably, he whispered to them. Like, yo, do this, do this, do mm-hmm. this. Like, your name's gonna be known. Like, I remember seeing, like, like a video of, I, I think it was a, a Formula One. Oh, race car driver? Yeah, so just Formula One driver, I don't know his name, got into, like, a pretty bad accident, mm-hmm. and his car was on fire. So everybody was like, oh, shoot, is he dead? Is he dead? Is he dead? Mm-hmm. Like, they nearly, like, so, like, viewed to, like, everybody. They're like... Like, it's all shocked. And then they had to, like, get the, like... The paramedics? Like, they had to, like... Extinguish the fire? The fire guys, or yeah. whatever they're calling out the, at the drag races and stuff like that. So they had to, like, like do their magic. Mm. And, like, when they do the the guy, he's nearly came out of the fire, like, yo, what's up? And I like, got out, and... And I was like, yo... And, like, like, I remember, this is, like, like, on Instagram, like, maybe a week ago. Mm. And, like, that nearly, like, shocked me. I was, like, Dane. Like, if that guy, like, survived, like, he was probably, like, in there, like, hoping and, like, wishing and, like, doing everything he can. Like, telling God, like, please let me survive this. Mm-hmm. I still got my family. I don't want, you know, I don't want to die. Because mm-hmm. I'm... Like, they, like, I still don't know who the guy is. I should just do the resource on the guy. But, mm-hmm. like, he, like, nearly, like, survived the file. Like, pretty bad file. Yeah. You know, that just shows God's got our back, even when we don't think so. Yeah. And we're like, even when well, I'm going to die here. I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, I give up. He's like, well, I don't give up on you. Right. You're coming yeah. with me. Ooh, uh, and I mean, Peter didn't give up because Jesus grabbed his hand, you know? If mm-hmm. Peter just, like, went sh- straight dive in the water once he went. <laughs> He's like, I'm doubting this. <laughs> See you later. Well, like, he, thought, he thought he was going to drown. He was like, I'm going to drown. I'm going to die. And God's like, no, you're not here. Right. He was like, I'm right. going to dr- drown, but peace, you know? Like, yeah, I'm imagining, like, this kiddie pool of, like, Peter's walking on water in this kiddie pool, and then he's like, I'm drowning, I'm drowning, and then Jesus is like, you can literally stand. Like, like, like that's the essential, like, what happens, essentially, because, yeah. like, Jesus is standing right there, and he's like, I'm drowning, and I'm like, you think Jesus is going to stand there and watch you just drown? I mean, like, come on, man. Like, he's going to put a hand out. Um, but yeah. yeah. Well, he lost focus, right? right? Like he realized what he was doing, and he and he got like this. Could, this down. could be pride, Probably. like not like prideful, like yeah, I'm walking on water, but like in a sense where it's like I'm walking on water right now, and he lost focus on God. And mm-hmm. once he, like, he was doing what he was doing for faith of God, in mm-hmm. faith of God, and once he lost that focus on Jesus, that is when things started going. Not south, because that's well, a direction. Yeah. No, Horizontal, he, he, just straight he down. He actually yeah. was going. Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what Jake was just talking about, like, maybe 15 minutes ago. I don't remember how long. Of, like, when you were saying that we don't attribute, like, what we're doing to God. But it was when you were talking about Job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Where you yeah, were yeah. like, all the good things in my life are happening because I made them. So. <laughs> but that's the same oh, thing like, of, like, Peter, like, Jesus says, like, Peter, come on, like. 
Dude. Follow me. Come come onto the water. And then Peter's like, dude, I'm walking on water right yeah. now. And then he's like, oh, wait. Wait, I could fall down. And then he just, like, starts yeah. drowning. But then it's like, oh, actually, like, I don't have the ability to walk on water. <laughs> I'm only given this ability because Jesus made it so. Um, just, like, yeah. I have all these gifts in my life because God gave them to me. And the only reason that I can be who I am is because of my Lord. And so, yeah, when something really cool happens, I'm like, ah. You know, wow. Let me just yeah, I was like, look at that. Like I straight up did that. Um, no, I did not. That was that was my Lord. Um so it's like thanks, Holy Spirit. Thanks for giving me the strength in this moment. Thank you for all the gifts of this day. Um, instead of, you know what? Wow, I really killed it today. Let me throw my feet up. Yeah. (laughs) Take a nap. (laughs) It was a long day. Um, no, it's because the Lord prepared me for the situation. He gave me all the things I needed for that situation. Did anyone have any closing thoughts? Yeah, Jake does. Oh, Jake. Um, I guess, man. I mean, just like, I don't know, just that, you know, kind of mindless trust I feel like we need, and mm. we don't always have that. Um, like the child. Because, like, stuff will happen, and you're like, oh, why is this happening? And then it's not till later, and we may never, we may have to wait till the end of time before mm. we even realize mm-hmm. why the heck that happened, but we have to realize, like, you know, it's for the... For our good and for the good of others, and <laughs> stuff doesn't just happen. It's just like it's just like it's for our, for our good, for the good of others, for the greater glory good of God. God. Yeah, oh. hey, not for our own glory. Mm. I'd like to end with the litany of trust. Mm-hmm. I had my girls and I pray it last night after Bible study, but all of these things like kept coming up while we were talking with a lot of the litany of. From the rebellion against childlike dependency on you, you just said that almost word for word. Yeah. You're like, like the trust oh, really? child. Yeah. It's from the rebellion against childlike dependency on you. You guys were just talking about that, but we can we can pray it real okay. quick yeah. for everybody. Uh-huh. We'll so, send this prayer up for y'all. Yeah, I'll I'll right. link y'all with mm-hmm. it. Um, it's so the first half, I'll say a phrase that starts with from, and you guys will say deliver me Jesus, and then I'll say the second half. The phrase will start with that, and you guys will say, Jesus, I trust in you. You ready? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. In the name of the Father, Son, Son Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit amen. amen. From the belief that I have to earn your love, deliver, deliver me, Jesus. Jesus. From the fear that I am unlovable, deliver me, Jesus. From the false security that I have what it takes, deliver, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear that trusting you will leave me more destitute, deliver me, Jesus. From all suspicion of your words and promises, deliver, deliver me, Jesus. Jesus. From the rebellion against childlike dependency on you. Deliver me, Jesus. From refusals and reluctances in accepting your will. Deliver me, Jesus. From anxiety about the future. Deliver me, Jesus. From resentment or excessive preoccupation with the past. Deliver me, Jesus. From restless self-seeking in the present moment. Deliver me, Jesus. From disbelief in your love and presence. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being asked to give more than I have. Deliver me, Jesus. From the belief that my life has no meaning or worth. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of what love demands. Deliver me, Jesus. From discouragement. Deliver Deliver me, Jesus. That you are continually holding me, sustaining me, loving me. Jesus, I trust in you. That your love goes deeper than my sins and failings and transforms me. Jesus, I trust in you. That not knowing what tomorrow brings is an invitation to lean on you. Jesus, I trust in you. That you are with me in my suffering. Jesus, I trust in you. That my suffering, united to your own, will bear fruit in this life and the next. 
Jesus, I trust in you. That you will not leave me orphan, that you are present in your church. Jesus, I trust in you. That your plan is better than anything else. Jesus, I trust in you. That you always hear me and in your goodness always respond to me. Jesus, I trust in you. That you give me the grace to accept forgiveness and to forgive others. Jesus, I trust in you. That you give me all the strength I need for what is asked. Jesus, I trust in you. That my life is a gift. Jesus, I trust in you. That you will teach me to trust you. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in to another week of Catholic Coffee in the Morning. Please remember that we are praying for you. We Please hope you have a great us. week. Yeah, yeah, you pray for us. Just like <laughs> Father Mike Schmidt says. Yeah. Um, We're going to get him on the podcast. Yeah, we are. Hopefully. One day. <laughs> One day. One day. Father Mike, this is for you. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> and, you know, just remember. No. Don't start with just remember. <laughs> no. Be Irish, be Catholic, and drink coffee. I don't oh. think that's the way. Oh, I mean, <laughs> And And remember. remember. Drink coffee, be Catholic. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.